Hello, and welcome to Monumental, where we sit down with entrepreneurs, leaders, visionaries, and big thinkers making monumental change. Here's your host, Evan Holliday. Welcome to Monumental. I'm your host, Evan Holliday. Today's guest is Richie Wade. So Richie, actually, I'm sure some of you all listening now probably already know Richie, uh, he first appeared on episode four, where you know we went into his background, his branding. He was a uh, a pharmacist at the time. Uh, how to be, you know, really just how to be crazy productive, and that that's what led into uh, what we're going to talk about today. So in today's topic, today's episode, we're going to drill down into one specific topic, and that's Richie's hashtag ten to two, which is becoming its own movement now. Um, so we're just going to talk about what that means and, and how you can really benefit from, uh, 10 to two. So Richie, I want to welcome you to the show again. Yeah, it's awesome to be back. Thanks for, uh, you know, thanks for making me, I'm going to go ahead and call it a, a a regular, you know, or maybe a a contributor of sorts. Yeah, I like it. Awesome to be back here. Thanks again. Yeah. And you know, the, the reason I think it was shortly after the episode, I, I reached out to you and just you know, let you know of the massive amount of feedback that I was getting from your episode, episode number four, and we'll put a link to it so everybody can go back and and listen to that one if they haven't already. Yeah. Um, and it was just the the specifically that topic we talked about that's so powerful for you and has led to so much productivity in your life and, you know, still being able to get so much stuff done with a nine to five job. Um, and that is the 10 to two. I I had people, so just so everybody knows, part of the reason why I wanted to get Richie back on was I had, uh, one listener come out to me and say, look, you know, I've always had this idea for a business and I, you know, I never really put forward the time or the energy or the effort. And then I heard Richie speak and I was like, man, that is me like working every night from 10 PM to 2 AM that is where my sweet spot is. And I never really realized it until I heard Richie talk and, and he ended up starting a business. And I think it was five days after doing that. I've had countless other people, you know, reach out with other examples too, just from that one episode. So Richie, we gotta, we gotta dive into this a little further and let people know what's up. I'll get like, let's do a little bit of background, I guess, as to like kind of how it started, I think, because I think it's it's actually pretty cool and interesting to see where my mindset as at, where my mindset was at the time. So um, being a community pharmacist, a lot of our hours are fairly long days, right? So my main day was from nine in the morning to 9pm. So we did 12 hour shifts. And that's not uncommon or anything like that. That's like a fairly normal schedule for a retail community pharmacist. So I would come home um, before, you know, the previous year, I would come home at 9 p.m. and I would just kind of wind down and relax and watch some TV, end up going to bed, you know, maybe like around 12, let's say, and then, um, you know, waking up and kind of doing it over again for the days that I worked. And when the mind shift happened, when I started realizing that, you know, my, what I wanted to accomplish in life and and how I felt my career was going to go, when I felt that that wasn't like on the right track for that, I saw that a lot of things had to change and I had to give up a lot of things. And um, one that what ended up happening was instead of coming home at 930, let's say I would get home by 930, let's say instead of just winding down for this night, I would get to work again. I would shower, eat, kind of get like my second wind 
And then usually it just worked right around 10 o'clock was when I was kind of at my computer ready to start, you know, going, going in and, and getting some work done and some brand building and learning and, and all that good stuff. And then it turned out to be, I felt that right around two o'clock was when I started feeling like I, it was going to be tough to keep going. And then I started realizing too, that if I went to sleep at two or right around two, I'd be able to wake up again at eight and get six hours of sleep. And I do think sleep is extremely important and I don't, you know, ever want to tell people to get less sleep. But what I found is I was probably getting around that maybe seven hours anyway. So seven, eight, you know, so, and it turns out six, then I really feel much of a difference. So it started really turning into, and then I just started hashtagging it, you know, hashtag 10 to two. And, and I just was able to get so much done, like hyper focus for four hours. Um, you know, it, it was mostly the days that I was working cause I just, you know, I was already up and I was already working and then it turned into being every day, um, where no matter what the day was like, I was at my desk, at my computer, um, or even maybe I could be out somewhere, but the mindset between those hours for me was just like hyper-focused on building my brand, learning, um, and le learning marketing. Marketing is a big part of everything that everyone does and just learning how that works, distribution, making content, um, all of that just started happening between, you know, the hours of 10 and two. So yeah. And, and talk a little bit more, tell people more what you were doing in those four hours every night. So a lot of it was either writing or editing content. Um, and a lot of, and even not just on, not just like in written form, but a lot of it was podcasting. So there was times that I scheduled podcast episodes actually to be, um, at, you know, after 10 o'clock and, you know, fortunately enough, there were people that were okay with that. And they met with me, you know, during those times that I could record, <laughs> which was, which was great. But even if let's say I, on one of my days off, I recorded a podcast, I would, likely be editing it at that time, like between 10 and two. And, um, you know, and, and that was starting that. And that was when I had also started the RX radio podcast. So I do have a podcast called RX radio. Um, it's targeted more so for pharmacists and pharmacy students. Um, but interestingly enough at the same time, which I'm actually wearing a Disney shirt right now for anyone that's <laughs> watching the video. Um, I also am a guest host on a Disney podcast with my fiance and which, you know, I'm wearing the shirt now because we actually just finished recording, but um, <laughs> I was also doing that and helping produce that content in those same hours of 10 to two. So just, you know, building the brand um, with audio and podcasting and then writing articles. And sometimes it was just learning, like sometimes it was roaming Twitter and just learning what's going on in the world, learning about pharmacy, learning about patient engagement, patient communication. Um, I also had the, the YouTube channel that I was doing from, um, at the time I was doing Medvise and where I basically was creating video, uh, creating medication education videos for patients to help them better understand their medications. Um, being a pharmacist, that's what I'm extremely passionate about is helping, helping people, um, understand what's going on with their health, helping them understand what's the, the poison, you know, a lot of people would consider that they're putting into their body to help them feel better. Um, so that was a lot of what I did in terms of uh, writing the content and things like that. So. And that, that's kind of what drove you to that 10 to two is wanting more than just the community pharmacist aspect. It was helping people on a bigger level, you know, podcasting, writing articles, learning, doing videos, um, doing consulting. And recently uh, I want to give you a huge shout out because I think this is just amazing. Uh, you recently published your first book. Yeah. Yeah. That it's uh that one was weird. 
I will say like, cause that even for me, like there's a lot of people like you wrote a book and, and like, so, but like, even for me, I, I was, it was a fairly thing, a fairly quick thing that happened. Um, it's called a first time pharmacist. It's intended for, again, uh, pharmacy students and new pharmacists graduating helps them kind of navigate through what it's like when they're starting off their career as a community pharmacist. And I've gotten a lot of great, great feedback about it, but one of the things that pushed the writing of that book was the possibility of my new position because I did feel that I wasn't going to be a community pharmacist for much longer because of all the, all the work I've been putting in. And it's not to say I didn't like, uh, you know, love it. I'm super passionate about community pharmacy because I'm technically still what I'm aiming to help better, but I knew I wasn't going to be in that particular role I was in for quite longer. And I wanted to make sure I got the information that I was, that I, the, the things that I basically go day to day by, like all the tips and tricks that I do to help making my day go well, building relationships with my patients, troubleshooting with insurance companies. I wanted to get that all on in a, in, in a, in a physical entity document so that I can pass on to anyone coming after me. And I wrote that book in 35 days. Like when I say I wrote in 35 days, I jotted down all my ideas, wrote the book, had it edited and formatted and published in 35 days, all on the back of 10 to two. Like I only, the only times I really worked on that book was literally at night between hours of 10 to two. And it did kind of, I, a lot of things suffered. Like I couldn't do as much podcasting. I did. I didn't write as much content I did, but that book was written during the times of 10 to two. So um, which there is an article that I did post out there that is kind of goes through the steps because this is actually something that'll be beneficial because I feel like a lot of people that might be watching and tuning in your podcast are probably on their way to being experts and whatever it is that they do um, and building their brand and self-publishing is it's definitely a feat and it's something that isn't easy to do, but it's very doable. And so I did write an article to help people like that wants to self-publish and feel like they have enough to put things into a book. Um, so if you want to, I'll, I'm sure um, I'm sure Evan will probably put that in the article in the show notes for you guys to, uh, to take a look at if you're interested. Yeah. I mean, Don't just the it. fact that you did that all in 10 to two, I mean, or at least the majority of that focusing on that 10 to two time and, and, you know, knowing that you're going to get stuff done during that time. That's the other thing too, is like, once you set aside, once you mentally set aside, uh, that you made that choice, you know, to set aside every night, those four hours, then it didn't become a chore of figuring out, Oh, well, you know, I want to get all this done, but when am I going to get it done? Or yeah. how am I going to fit it in the day? It's like, you didn't, you didn't even make it a choice to whether or not you could. It was like, no, I'm going to, I've already set aside the time. There's, there's no decision. Yeah. It's funny because on our, I was listening, you know, to our last episode and I remember you asked a question. It was like, what are your rituals? You know, like, you know, what are your morning rituals or something like that? And I was like, it's crazy. Cause I didn't really have one. Right. Like, and I still don't have a morning ritual technically, but one thing I did have as a ritual, it was my night rituals from 10 to two. Right. And that for me was what really worked, which was, which was crazy. But one thing I wanted to mention though, about 10 to two, right? Like a lot of people get caught up and they're like, Oh man, but I'm just so tired at that time. Or, you know, four hours at, at one sitting, that's so long. But what I think is important to realize is that I think it's the mindset of, of, the, of the concept of putting in extra time to work on what it is that you're passionate about. So whether it be four hours, whether it be at night, whether it be together, whether it be 
on Mondays only. I think to me, the important thing is, is just to have the mindset of, okay, I want to do more and I'm going to dedicate an hour on Tuesdays or, or, you know, every hour from Monday through Thursday, just one hour. And that way you get an extra four in, or maybe you can go as extreme as to what I did when I did it four hours every single night. It doesn't matter what that, what that number is, or maybe it's in the morning, maybe it's from 6am to to 10 in, in the morning and then you have to go to work at 11 and, and that's how you do it. But to me, it's just the importance of setting a specific time um, or at least per week, I would say, whether it be once a day that week or every single day, setting aside some time to focus on what it is that you're passionate about um, and, and at the same time cutting out some stuff because I cut out a lot of things that I was doing um, that just wasn't as valuable as you know you probably thought it might be, um, like watching certain TV shows at night or I had to stop, you know, unfortunately I, st- I did stop watching a couple of sports that I love like every single game, you know, to do this, but um, just being able to sacrifice a couple things and dedicating that time instead of, of consuming something, dedicating it to either producing content or learning about your expertise or becoming an expert in some other field or your current field. Um, to me, that's just, that's the important part. It's not the, it's not getting caught up in, you know, 10 PM to two in the morning, but just understanding the mindset of, sacrificing some things and putting some some time into uh, what you're passionate about right and did you for each night did you have you know goals going into that night or did you have at least like some sort of direction that you wanted to head in that night I'm not as I'm not the most organized person I would say so I'm gonna go ahead and probably say I had a general idea of what I wanted to do only because you know as much as I was in the moment of working at the pharmacy, a lot of my pharmacy time was me brainstorming what it is that I need to be doing to build my brand and continue on. So I would come home with like, I wish I had some near me, but like I would come home with these papers that we had in the pharmacy with just like (laughs) like thoughts just written everywhere. And a lot of times it's so much, I can't get to it all, but I do come home with ideas and things that I want to do, but never is it like structured as to where I'm able to cross everything off, you know, right at that, you know, you know, at every hour that something's crossed, like it wasn't like that, but it was just like, I always had these ideas of things that I know I needed to do. Okay. I I had this idea for an article. I want to post that. I have that one podcast I recorded two days ago. I need to edit that. And I would, a lot of times too, I would do multiple things at once where I'd kind of write the article, maybe need a little bit of a break to get some clarity. And then I would go and, and, you know, edit the, uh, edit the podcast or whatever, and then back to the article. Um, so I didn't particularly have a specific set out goals, but I always knew I always had more to do than I had the time for. I will say that right. I have more things to do than I had the time for. And which was okay because I was okay with knowing I can go to bed and do it again the next night and have another four hours to go at it, you know? So, and that comes from your passion. I mean, you're so passionate about what you do. You want to get so much done. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. You know, what you talked about was, was something I'm, I'm glad you brought up was, um, you know, knowing that it's not just 10 to two, it's whatever fits you best mm-hmm. because, and, and I've heard other people say they're like, well, each of us kind of has our own kind of, um, daily clock or daily kind of rhythm that we go through like highs and lows of energy of, or, you know, things that we want to get done at certain times of the day or things that we're better at getting done or putting more energy into at certain times of the day. You know, maybe there's certain things you like to do in the morning, or maybe you like to do your meetings in the afternoons and your, you know, your emails, you know, post dinner or whatever it is, like whatever it works for you. 
I think is so much more important than um, trying to fit into what other people are doing. Cause I, I think, you know, some of the people that reached out to me, they specifically said, they're like, I always went to bed with a million ideas in my mind and I would just lay there in bed and I wouldn't get anything done because I'd be trying to go to sleep, but I couldn't go to sleep. So then they yeah. said, they're like, I did the 10 to two, just like Richie. I stayed up because I was like, well, I'm not sleeping anyways. I might as well get something done. And then all of a sudden they have a business yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it's crazy, but you know, finding out what time of the day that you're most energetic and you're most thoughtful and you're most like gung ho about getting stuff done, I think is really powerful. Yeah. An experiment. Yeah. And you know, I'm so glad you said the word experiment. Like one thing I wanted to mention, and, and it's an, ex it's a funny example, like no matter where you're at in your career, you know, no matter what it is that you went to school for um, and what it is that you're currently doing, if you're passionate about something, if it's about what you're doing in your career, awesome. But if it's something else, like work on that during 10 to two, you know, like don't, don't just be kind of content with what it is that you went to school for. You might be in debt for, or, or whatever the career that your business that you started, like if you found out that that's not your passion, that like you don't want to do that forever all the time, you don't have to do that. You have the, you have a choice to, and, and that's where it tended to kind of is, is a great thing because you can still have your regular nine to five and your regular job, but then still also work towards something completely different, unrelevant, right? Like to what it is that your, your career is. Right. That's an example with what we're doing here with, um, with my fiance. So my fiance is also a pharmacist and she loves pharmacy. Like that, obviously she went to school for it. She loves taking care of her patients, but she also is super passionate about Disney. And that's what, she, I mean, she has kind of, she doesn't do as much as I do in terms of 10 to two. She's not up with me throughout those four hours every single night, but throughout times of her day, she's working on the podcast. She's working on on the Instagram account that she has, it's called the Walt Daily, by the way, I'm going to go ahead and do a shameless plug <laughs> that in there. So at the Walt Daily on Instagram anyway, so she's working on those things, you know, kind of, which is completely separate from being a pharmacist, but it, that's just what she like lives and breathes by. And that's okay. Like, that's fine. She's having so much fun doing it. Um, it makes our Disney trips much better. And <laughs> I think it's, I think it's fulfilling, right? Like a lot of people in, and that happened because of the mindset of tended to, right? Like she didn't start the podcast on her own, not saying she couldn't, but that happened by having that mindset that when I kind of encouraged her, like, Hey, you can do this too. Look at what I'm doing. I'm doing the podcast and doing all this stuff. You can do this also for whatever it is that you're passionate about. It doesn't have to be about what it is that is paying the bills at the current moment, you know? So, um, I would encourage everyone to experiment kind of like that last word you said before, um, I started speaking just now experiment with different things during that, those time periods. Yeah, exactly. And I, and I think, you know, it doesn't even need to be, you know, all in one chunk. You could, I was just thinking about it, you know, you can, there's certain people that do two hours in the morning or one hour at lunch and then one hour post dinner. So you still get your four hours a day and you're just able to spread it out where you can find the time around your nine to five or whatever it is that's paying the bills at the time. Exactly. Yep. So jumping into our first episode was together was about six months ago. Yeah. And so I wanted to like catch people up on, you know, we've talked about the book, uh, which is amazing. Everybody go out and get a copy. I got a few. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and also 
you have a new position. Is that right? Yes. Uh, I think um, the last year, so the seed was planted a long time ago. The, the position that I'm in now, um, I had no idea it was going to turn into this, but it just goes to show that, you know, no matter where you're at in your career, always say yes to different opportunities, even if it's um, whether it be for free volunteering or paid, whatever, whatever the case may be, if something pops up in your career and you could do it um, and like just someone gives you a random opportunity, I would take it. Cause that's kind of where it got me to where I'm at now. Um, in addition to all the, I think brand building that I probably did in the last year. And um, so I was recently, um, I was recently awarded the position. I don't know if awarded is a good term, but I was recently offered the position to become uh, president of VUCA Health, which is a uh, medication education content library company. Um, we basically have the largest library of videos that provide medication education. And um, we utilize that platform in a couple different ways. But I think with, I think the passion that I've been able to show and develop over the last year, um, whether it be around, um, you know, pharmacy as an industry, patient education, just the, the work ethic, I think that I've been able to demonstrate with, you know, being a nine, nine to nine pharmacist and um, working 40 hours a week and then still doing a podcast, making content, things like that. I think all those were a lot of different plays into how I got to where I'm at in this position with the, and also the fact that I built that because out of school, I was, um, this is where I planted the seed out of school. I was not sorry in school. There was an email, random email that sent out uh, at the university of Florida. If anyone wanted, you know, if any students were interested in helping to build the content, which is like five years ago when they first started getting started. Right. And I was one of four people that's like, yeah, I'll do that. I'll help out. And you know, I think they saw probably the emotional intelligence that I also had. So I did already have some face to face with this company. Um, and then obviously through the interviews as well, I think they were able to realize the emotional intelligence was peace was probably there. The work ethic was, and the passion was there. And then the only part that was missing was just, um, I would probably say probably just the extensive experience that, cause the company before, before me, the founders have combined, who knows, you know, probably 50, 60 years combined of like, pharmacy experience, um, deep pharmacy industry experience. And, um, just frankly, I did not, right. I'm coming in. I've, I've been a community pharmacist for four years at the time. And, um, so there's a lot I have to learn, but I think the emotional intelligence, the passion and the work ethic is going to be able to get me there and get me to be able to grow the company. So, um, something I'm real, real excited about. That's amazing. And that speaks volumes that they're, you know, the experience that they have and they are bringing you in to, to lead the, the future for that company. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and it's, it's something that like, it, I don't say it's like not believable that I'm here obviously, because I think I did work very hard to get here, but it is pretty surreal to think that I'm in this position where I can have this impact on people. Um, because it's, it's something that I've been doing basically the last year anyway, where, you know, with my medication education videos, but right. I'm just going to be able to scale it so much more and have such a bigger impact that it, it really is something that like, I'm like, it's unbelievable that I have this, I'm in this position to be able to do that. And it's something that I'm definitely not going to take for granted. Like if not, I don't even know what 10 and two is going to turn into, but like, I'm going to be going much harder than I did in the last <laughs> year. So, um, because be you like know, eight to five. Yeah. Hard. <laughs> like, you know, I don't know. I don't like, I don't know if it's going to take on another name, but I mean, I'm still working every night from 10 to two, even though I'm still doing the normal business, um, you know, things that, that, uh, that comes along with the, with the role. And 
but now it's just now it's really hyper focused on building the on helping with learning about the company figuring out strategy figuring out how it's going to grow figuring out the different ways that we're going to be able to implement the videos um so now instead of it just kind of being kind of all over the place where i was just kind of building a brand as as a pharmacist and as a healthcare provider now it's i'm just going to be like hyper focused um so i think it's going to be a cool way to channel all the energy that's amazing man well i guess in in closing what would you what would you say is the next step for you and and vuka and and going forward i think well the main the main thing i guess going forward is just going to be able to absorb as much as i can because and which is good too i think i consider myself someone that can that can learn things pretty quickly and adapt um this fun fact about me this my spirit animal is i consider it is an octopus and the thing that i love about it and which i think i relate to really well is that it adapts to his environment like like a ninja right like really well like if it's whether it's because it wants to take the shape of a predator or whether it's to blend in um it has such keen learning abilities and and a quick response to that and i think that that's something that i consider myself to have that i think i can learn things very quickly and start acting on it and um and executing on the things that i learn and i think that's going to be the key to the next couple months for me it's just going to be to learn as much as i can and while at the same time strategizing exactly how when i'm ready to like when i'm ready to go how to start executing on on what i'm learning and what i've been strategizing about so well richie thank you again for for joining us round 2 with richie yeah uh, with delving deeper into hashtag #10 to 2 I also want to say for everybody listening, if you haven't already, uh, go out, subscribe, rate, review, uh, tell us what you think of the episode. Go back and listen to episode four, where we first sat down with Richie. Uh, And with that, have an amazing week, everybody.